This is Catalog and Cocktails. Presented by Data.World. So we got to move on to our lightning round right now, which is uh, presented by Data.World, the world's only truly cloud-native data catalog. I'm going to kick it off with our first one, which is, does agile data governance start with a mindset change? Yes or no? All right. Oh, boy, I hope not. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. Next question for you. Can the most restrictive organizations achieve a faster version of governance? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, you mentioned the issues with top-down mandated definitions. Do you believe shared definitions are important? Just crowdsourced or should we collaboratively define one? Yeah, no, I, we have to create shared definitions where I advocate is that you create shared definitions on only a handful of metrics that you use to compare across functions in your organization. So if you know you have to compare it across something, you know, across time, across campuses, across units, departments, whatever, then there should be a shared blessed definition that um, should be reviewed pretty consistently to make sure that it still aligns with how you think about your business. All right, final question for you here. Is there such a thing as the big splash or the big win when it comes to governance? <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me if there's such things as unicorns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think there is. I don't think there's a big win. I don't think there's like a big aha moment. I don't, I don't even think there's that many big milestones when it comes to governance. It is a lot of, you know, keep, just just keep doing the work just keep up the good fight um you know you may have some wins in any given day but um you know the the main thing is you're just you're continuing on oh this is great this is uh, and uh, very surprising uh, uh the, the the answer to the first one does agile did i ever start with the mindset change hope not I was thinking is like, yeah, you need to have a mindset change, but actually it makes sense to say like, it shouldn't be, if, if you need to have that mindset change, then it's going to just more barriers. So, all right, Tim, T, 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 Tim takes it away with our takeaways. Go, go take it out. Take us away. All right. Time for some takeaways. So first of all, I uh, really loved our riff around the analogy around cars uh, and Laura, took, you took it in a great direction, really thinking about the roads and the signs and the infrastructure and how does this all play together, right? And the sort of previous approach around governance has been a lot of command and control, a lot of policing, like one definition kind of being mandated and all this fear mongering. And we really need to simplify what we're doing around governance. And you provided a, a framework to think about it, which was usage, lineage, protection, and quality. Um, and really going into how we can use all of these and work on them together. Um, and then, you know, to get more usage, you really mentioned that we have to start letting go of control. And that's a, that's a new paradigm that's a little different for a lot of folks, but it's a key takeaway here that like, how can we actually accelerate our organization by letting go of control and replacing it with maybe some other better things? What about you, Juan? So I got, so two, two main things. One, I love how, how to start, right? If it isn't broken, don't fix it. Don't leave it right for now. But um, the, the other one is go find those command and control issues, right? You start, when you start navigating, you realize, okay, this is broken because there's a command and control issue. Let's go identify those. People first, 
I mean, there's just so many, so many things can be addressed by getting people together in the same room, right? Um, and this is a communication is clear. I mean, we need to have more communication. We really need to articulate what we need. I think this is something that's really is missing is that we need more data. We, we need more governance or we don't, or we people, what about, tell me exactly what is it that you need? I think this is really something that, that we struggle with. Then being agile, so focus on delivering the work. Uh, and I think it's, it's something that we, we need to be careful of not just being perfect, right? If it's good enough, let's go with that. We can continue to improve. And that's the agile aspect of it. It doesn't need to be perfect. Let's just start, start showing value. Um, and when people say, well, this will never work here. This will never work in healthcare, right? That's when you start thinking about this happy alliance, right? Go find those, those folks from the compliance of privacy, right? Let's go sit down uh, at a table, have this inception board, right? Co-create these scopes. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're all partner. We should be partner focused, right? I mean, your success is our success and vice versa. So I really think that these are kind of really very clear uh, steps to be thinking about when we're being agile. And, and finally, going back this whole metrics, I really like how we can start measuring how we're doing uh, on when it comes to governance, think about usage, the quality, the lineage, the protection. And at the end of the day, as you just said, um, there is no aha moment. There's no uh, big milestone. It's just, this is, con this is continuous work all the time because everything's changing. Yep. How did we do on our takeaways? Good summary or something we missed? Yeah, no, I think it's good. Well, we're paying attention. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do really, our best. There's booze you know, involved, though, so you know it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> well, Laura, let's throw it back to you. Two questions: uh, one, what's your advice? And second, who we should invite next? Yeah, gosh, what's my advice? My my advice generally is just keep going. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be a huge win, um, but it's those little things every day that you do to keep that concept of governance in your organization first and for, foremost is is critically important um, for that long-term success so just keep just keep swinging um, <laughs> and uh, and then so so the next person I am one of those people that firmly believe that um, data governance uh, and data literacy are very tied together. Uh, I am not a data literacy um, expert by any stretch of the imagination. I'm, different conversation, right? But you know how important it is when we, particularly when we talk about talk about communication, and how important that is for our data functions, our data organizations. So, a good friend of mine is one of the co-founders of Be Data Lit, and her name is Sarah Nell Rodriguez, and I think she'd be great. Love this, please, uh, Sarah. If you're listening, you'll be on here. If you're not, <laughs> Laura will send you this podcast. And then... <laughs> hey, <guess> what? <laughs> no, awesome. and by the way, I love your comment about data literacy and data governance being very tightly tied together. Couldn't, couldn't agree more with that. Awesome. Laura, thank you so much. This was a fantastic conversation. Uh, so many very concrete takeaways, which is what I love. People can actually go be do something very actionable about it. I'm like, I'm still thinking about like the metrics of how to think about uh, how to start measuring. Um, next week, we have uh, Luke Slowinski, who's a VP of data analytics at Prologis. And we're going to be talking about uh, data leadership, how leadership needs to be thinking about data. So a lot of the aspects that we talked here today, uh, Luke uh, will be touching on. Laura, thank you so much. 
Thank we you. Discussion and again, uh, disrupting data governance. This is uh, something we need to go read. And uh, thank you to data.world always for supporting Catalan cocktails. Cheers. Have a great Wednesday. Cheers. <laughs>